These are your golden years, player. Now come on in the house and say bye to Charlene and the kids. Fuck them kids. Fuck the kids? Yeah. Thank you for calling Ebonyology. But one thing's for certain. Man, fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Man, fuck them kids. My parents in the back screaming, fuck them kids. Peace, love, and light to you. Welcome to the latest episode of Ebonyology. Yes, kings and queens. Thank y'all so much for rocking with me for this long. Thank you guys so much for all your commentary. Starting to see your little your little polls and stuff, your little votes. And I truly, truly, truly appreciate that. I want to give a shout out to, I'm sorry if I'm saying this wrong, but I want to give a shout out to Chow Bands. Chow Bands. He made a comment on my Doja Cat episode that says, I love the album and I love your review and commentary. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much for that. Because again, like I said, I'm not, I, I'm not a Doja Cat fan, but sweetheart, that album was dope. Okay, that album was dope. So shout out to Chow Bands for commenting on my show. You comment, I'ma definitely shout you out. But let's jump into this episode. Friends, families, loved ones, specifically mothers, fathers, grandparents. Are y'all all right? Are y'all okay? Okay, the reason I'm asking is because these motherfucking kids these days, okay? <sighs> Y'all, if you were born in the 1970s, no, let me say it how these children said. If you were born in the late 1900s, like myself, being a child and child accountability was totally different. Respect was a whole different model. Where did we go wrong with this generation, y'all? Where, where did we go wrong with this generation? Um, I was on TikTok the other day. Yeah, you know me and TikTok, y'all. I was scrolling through TikTok the other day and a song popped up on my FYP page called Fuck Them Kids. Now, granted, I thought it was hilarious, but then I took a little offense to it because I'm like, oh my God, how can, you know, how can someone say fuck them kids? And, and like, these are our children and they are our future and they are blessings from God. Nigga, fuck them kids, bruh. On everything I love, on my mama, on my hood, I look fly, I look good. Fuck them kids, bro. Fuck them kids, bro. And as I began to scroll and listen, first of all, the song, the song is a term of endearment. It's a joke. It's supposed to be funny and everything else like that. Can I just say, as a single mother of five children. I appreciate that comedic relief because I'm gonna be very honest with you. The only people who sh who will get offended by that is the people who don't spend enough time with their children. I'm gonna just be very honest with you because at some point in every parent's life, you have become so frustrated, so flabbergasted, so taken back 
by this beautiful thing that you love so much and you're just trying so hard and the love that you're receiving back is not the love that is not the bruh bruh am i the only one no i am not the only one this fuck them kids song prompted me to go on a whole ass investigation of so much y'all this episode is not for those parents who are like my kid is great I, oh why i am so grateful i i you're my hero mine not so much not so much you see i grow I grew up in the 80s. I'm an 80s baby, okay? The respect level was different. The discipline was different. The parental the parental advisory was all the way different. The world was way different. Not to say that it was perfect or anything else like that because there are some things that we need to, you know, that could have been tweaked a little better. That could have been done a little better. Now, as a child that grew up in that era or was parented in that era, of course there was the typical things that went on in black families, okay? Of course there was the the whoopings. Of course it was the cussing outs. Of course it was, you know, extreme discipline. I've seen a I've seen a couple videos where this woman had her kids in a squat position holding a chair above their head. That kind of extreme. My extreme was getting beat with an extension cord to this day still having the mark on my thighs so I really try not to wear shorts but still having the mark on my thigh to remind me, <laughs> to remind me, okay, to this day, y'all, to this day, y'all, it still reminds me, okay, still brings back that traumatic, you know, that traumatic experience. And when I had my children, I just knew that I wasn't going to do that. I wasn't going to do that. My mom was the more physical one, um, hands, feet, extension cords, you name it, honey, she's getting you with it. My father was more the one who could talk to you and he would speak to you in a way, honey, that would break your entire soul, okay? I don't care how many times you listen to Beyonce, you won't break my soul, honey, my father had that power. Okay. And it was, it, would he be physical? Yes. If he had to, however, this man recognized that he was a man and he had much more strength than I could ever fathom. And the amount of anger, frustration, and whatever else that came along with whatever I did at the time to, you know, anger my parents to where they had to discipline me he had enough restraint to know that he would do way more than my mother would with extension cords brooms fist <laughs> feet that's neither here nor there because i was raised by my father i was raised by a single father i am a girl dad okay 
as old as I am. My father is damn near 70 some years old, had strokes, had heart attacks, and baby, to this day, I will call my dad and have him beat your ass. <laughs> now, granted, he's not going to do anything, you know. He's not going to do anything when he gets there because, you know, he can't, he, he can't, he can't. But in my head, in my head, he still has that authority. With that being said, when I became a parent, I decided that I was going to parent different was I was going to try and combine the forces of my mother and my father and see how that worked out. Okay. I was a parent who was, oh my, mind you, I have five. I was on my kid's neck all day, every day. Okay. I disciplined my children verbally, physically. I disciplined them. The law states that you can smack, you know, you can discipline your children. You can spank your children without leaving a mark. I did that because I didn't want my children to have a mark like I did on my thigh that still reminds you to this day and brings you back to a traumatic place, to a place that you've tried to repress so long in your life. I wanted to... I wanted to set a better example for my children. There were so many things that, you know, when you're a child, you think it's a child, but when you become an adult, you start to adopt adult tendencies. And can I just say that I am just so relieved to know that I am not the only parent, the only black parent going through this, because, you know, as black parents, I feel we are notorious for with Hispanics as well. These parents, these two particular demographic races of parents, honey, have the no fucks given policy and don't fuck around. Okay. Black people got the belt. Well, because of the Alabama bra, we now got the chair, but you know, we had the belt, we had the extension cord, Hispanics had the chanclas. In either way, translated, you didn't want either of them. You didn't want either of them. You really didn't. You really didn't. These kids these days, they don't believe fat meat is greasy and they want to push it to the limits. And I was just so relieved to see that I am not the only parent going through this, as I began to watch all the videos, read all the comments, I was overwhelmed by the amount of parents that were saying this new generation, you know, these children born in the 2000s, their sense of entitlement is through the roof. Their level of disrespect is a whole nother level. Um, this that our children are narcissists, our children are sociopaths, our children are this and are that. And I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. I'm a realistic person. I'm a realistic as parent. Um, when things happen, when things are presented, I don't care what type of situation is. I always ask why. I've been that way since I was a child. Why? Why did this happen? When something happens with your child, who is the first person or what is the one of the first things people say? Where is your mama? Granted, maybe maybe the, another variation of it is where are her parents? Where are their parents? 
First thing out of people mouth, first thing out of people mouth, where are their parents? And that's where I struggle as a parent or I feel like that's where I'm struggling in my parenting because I'm very conscious and aware of the fact that my children are a representation of me. But what I am also learning as a raging codependent parent who wants to fix everything, who wants to make sure everything is okay, who wants to compensate because that you know there is no father figure in the picture or there is but you know lack thereof mm, presence, let's say that lack of presence. Yes, this is where we live, but baby, you need to see that there is so much more to this big, big world. I'm engaging with you. I'm showing up for you. I'm at every event you have. I'm at every award ceremony, any dance. Yeah. Phones, all that. Mental health. I'm about that. Let's talk about it because I don't want you to be afraid of me like I was afraid of my parents type shit. What do you do as a parent when your child is still defiant, disrespectful, blatantly lying to you, having total disregard for your rules and boundaries that you have set before them? Because like I said, I'm a very realistic parent, but I'm also at my wit's end circling back around to the fuck them kids if i am ever so involved in my child's life yet i think i'm to that point now where it's like man fuck them kids because obviously all the things that i am doing all the things that i am becoming consciously aware of as a parent as your mother respecting you as a child respecting you as a human being who has your own thoughts your own feelings your own ideologies and respecting your individuality and allowing you that comfortable space to grow, how did we get here? If I'm consciously aware of the emotional, physical, economic abuse that I endured as a child in my younger years, because when I was younger, I lived with my mother, but at a certain point, my mother fell victim to the drug epidemic in the 80s. So therefore, my father stood up as a man and took on that responsibility. So if I am consciously aware working on myself as a human being, going to therapy and becoming consciously aware of these things and not try and parent a child out of trauma. How the fuck am I still, how the fuck am I still getting damn near a catch me outside girl? How? How? Because I don't know about you guys as parents, but I sit there and I really think to myself like, bro, what did I do wrong? What can I do better? How can I, you know, how can I navigate through this situation? How can we learn and grow from this situation so we don't have to keep repeating the same patterns, behaviors over and over again and expecting different results, creating insanity? How? How? Friends, families, loved ones. I have five children. Five. 
I can tell you that my first and second child have a very different mother than my middle child. My middle child has a very different mother than my fourth and fifth child. Because in reality, when I had my first child, I was just in my 20s. So I was a baby trying to raise a baby. Had my son and started, you know, just becoming a... I want to say really got into the groove of things. <laughs> Not saying that I wasn't an active parent because baby, I've always, every one of my children's birthday have been an episode of Sweet 16. Five children, every single birthday, renting out, can, renting out candy stores, an entire candy store for three hours because it's my baby birthday. I'm talking the big, my children have, memories, honey. And I think I did it more so for me because I didn't have that as a child. So I wanted to give my children everything that I felt I was lacking. I'm starting to wonder, did I really need it? Because, you know, this is the type of person that I turned out to be. So um, if I'm providing all these things for my children and they still giving me the same results, how did we get a generation of children who are disrespectful, extremely self-entitled, selfish. Well, I can't really say selfish because guess what? Teenagers are selfish. It is all about them. It is at that age of development, every it, it is all about them. It is about everything going on in their world right now is much bigger than what it seems. That is, that is psychology. <laughs> Go read your books, everything. So when I tell you I have been trying to do everything differently than the example that I was given, and I am still getting the same results. For me, what this is telling me is it doesn't matter how good you are of a parent or even how horrible you are as a parent. It is this particular generation. So parents, if you're dealing with a teenager that is pushing your pushing your boundaries, breaking your rules, out here substance abusing, cussing people out, not going to school, whatever, whatever it may be, self-entitled, disrespect, narcissism, sociopath, whatever it may be. I need for you to know that it's not you. I really need for you to know that it's not you. Quite often, so many times I've seen videos on, on TikTok and, you know, children are like, oh, black moms or black parents be like, or, or parents be like in general. And it's, you know, painting a picture of us just being like horrific. I think it's time. I think it's about time for us parents to start making videos on these children, about these children how they're acting, the, and how it affects us, whether it be comedic or seriously, because I can't speak for all parents, but I know as for me as a parent, like, yo, it really, it really fucks with me. It really breaks my heart because if I have done, in my opinion, in my opinion, if I have never done anything right in my life, nothing. If I have never done anything right, the one thing I cherish the most is being a mother. 
that is the one thing I feel I did right in my life. Giving birth to these beautiful babies, these beautiful human beings who I'm like, yes, gonna put more good people in the world and they're gonna change the world. Yikes. Yikes, 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 y'all. I have never loved someone so much and had to sit and deal with the problem. How I deal with, let's just talk about how I deal with people in general. My cutoff gang, oh, honey, my cutoff game so strong, sweetheart. I will sit here. We will be friends on Monday. <laughs> we will be texting at 1 by 3 p.m. Uh, you will start getting one word text and by 10 p.m. You have no longer existed in my entire hemisphere and I will have you doubting your existence. Was I ever there? I don't have the space or the capacity to have that in my life, if that makes sense, to have those type of people in my life, if that makes sense. I'm real quick to cut you off. And it's not because you know I'm petty, I'm an introvert, anything else. It's like, no, I see you for who you really are. I really see you for who you are. And I appreciate you coming into my life at this moment, because obviously somewhere deep down, this is an inner reflection of myself or somewhere that I have been in my life. And in order for me to continue to grow and evolve, I must release you. Thank you for helping me to see myself in you and what I need to let go of in myself. That's the type of person I am. Bitch, I can't cut my motherfucking kids off. The parents or the people who have, you know, put their kids, who just send their kids away. Baby, I had to send my son to Job Corps and cried hard, sobbed. Okay. And this, and I'm a very strong woman. Okay. I, I, bitch, I ain't going to, I would, I ain't crying. I ain't crying. Only person that made me cry is Jesus. That's all God, that, that's, that's it. Everybody else, I have no tears. But that boy left and I cried and I sobbed. So to sit there and be like, oh, well, I'm just going to throw him in a group home or I'm just going to put him here or I'm just going to put him there. First of all, that costs money. Second of all, how is are those programs really effective? Third of all, I know people who went through things like that. And if you know people who went through things like that and had a horrible experience, let's be real, friends, fam, let's be real. We black, we went to school, everything. How many of y'all have friends in a group home? Hit the like button on hit hit the like on the polls or, or in the comments because this ain't a YouTube video. I often wonder, like, you know, when I got my kids and stuff, like, I'm like, what the? After I figured out what a group home was and everything else, like that, I was like, what the fuck? What did y'all do to get in there? I thought only badass kids went in there. It's kids for behavioral issues and everything else like that. I'm not that one, but I'm also not the one to allow my kids to kill me, bruh. I'm not. Not saying I'm giving up. 
I'm just saying I'm reassessing the situation and choosing to decide to use a different approach because obviously all the things that I am doing is not working. And I have to separate myself and realize that their actions are not a reflection of me. Their actions is not because of things that I've done, but more so things that they are growing through as a child. I often wonder, you know, we as parents are always like, what is wrong with this generation? But is this our fault? Do you remember when fucking the internet first came out? How many of y'all babies was in front of a tablet, computer, phone, just 24-7 on that motherfucker? This is learned behavior. So as they grow older, their content likewise ages with them and more than likely becomes way older than they should be. So hence the reason we had the Catch Me Outside girls. Hence the reason there's so many videos of of kids disrespecting their parents. Hence the reason there's so many videos on teens just doing shit that they should not be doing. And it's cute. It's actually validated because why we get 400 million likes on it. So that's that's what we should be doing. Are our children having a hard time separating reality from fiction or reality from social media? Tough love with my first two children. My son, it was tweaked a little bit. It was finessed a little more. And by my fourth and fifth child, it was gentle parent. It was gentle parent. Mm, yeah, it was gentle parenting. My older two, same. My middle child, I don't know. My younger two, well, let me just say my fourth one, same as the first two. And I truly feel like my fifth one is on her way to that as well. So what I'm gathering from this analysis is it doesn't matter how you parent. You can be extremely strict on your child, getting that ass and stay on their neck and, you know, just try and instill the best of your abilities into them. Or you could be the gentle parent that's like, hey, let's talk about this. I want to know about your feelings. Walk me through this, that, and the other. Either way, you're going to get the same results. Another great example, you've heard me say plenty of times, I come from a single parent household. I come from a single parent household. My mom was hood, okay? I'm talking food stamps, welfare, like all that, okay? Any, any, all that, okay? These kids ultimately, no matter what kind of boundaries, what kind of rules, what kind of... Anything that you give them, ultimately, they are going to do what they want to do. And I'd be the first to say this shit, like Bad Girls Club, bad, this Christian and fucking Blueface shit, this shit does not help. This shit does not help. It is not giving our kids um, a realistic view of what goes on in life. Yeah, there are people like that in life, but realistically, how far does that get you? Yes, these people are making a living off of it. That's because it's TV. You've quite often heard of the boob tube. Now, what do we call these stupid ass phones? the dumb phones. I don't know what to call them, but it's not setting a realistic example. They're seeing other people get away with it. And I can't even put that slowly on, you know, solely on the internet, because what if your kid doesn't have a phone? What if you're that type of parent that your kid does not have a phone, access to the internet, anything else like that? Guess what? 
You got to fight with their motherfucking friends at school and what their friends then told them and what their friends are showing them and everything else like that. Because let's be realistic. You can't be everywhere 100% of the time, especially if you have more than one child and you have to make a living and you have to provide income to make sure they have lights, food, gas, transportation, field trip money, school, clothes, Christmas, birthday. It's not realistic. So how do you parent a child? How do you still unconditionally love your child, not become resentful of your child? How do you just not give up? How do you just not say, fuck it? You know, I often look at these parents that have that on the outside, it looks like they have an amazing relationship with their child. Their child is doing like their child is excelling in school, maybe, you know, really, really minor issues and things of that nature. Or even the parents that have the party house. You know, they let their kids, their kids' friends come over. They all getting fucked up, everything else like that. How, how does that work out? Like, like, how is it that I'm actually involved in my kid's life? I fucking love the fuck out of my kid. Go to bed for my kid. Will do anything for my kid. Discipline them. Not any, not even in a physical way, not even a verbal assault, but a more conversation between a parent and a child, not a friend, because I ain't one of your little fucking friends. How does that work out? How do we how do we get here? How do we get to the level of disrespect? How do we get to the level of entitlement? How do we get to the level of I'm gonna just do what I want to do and that's what I feel like doing and I ain't got to do shit you say to me. As a parent, I can't speak for y'all, but that shit fucks me up, bro. That shit fucks me up to the point where a bitch in therapy, like, oh my God, like I already had this natural fear of fucking my kids up. But, you know, after seeing this, it's like, oh my God, did I really fuck them up? Because I didn't parent in two different ways, two totally different styles, and I didn't got the same motherfucking results. What am I doing wrong? How, how, how do, how can I become a better parent? These are the things that run through my mind when my children are not performing at their highest abilities. I don't even know how to say it. When they're not being their best self, when they're not operating in their elevated self, 
but more so in their lower vibration and shadow because I'm not perfect by any means. But to a parent that tries really hard and is receiving the the type of pushback that I'm receiving, it's, it's just not comprehending. It's just not registering in my brain. It really doesn't. I'm really confused. How? What is your parenting style? What is your parenting style? Whatever your parenting style may be, don't stop. Despite how your children are acting, how they are responding, unless it's in a negative way, meaning please don't abuse your kids. Absolutely not 100%. No, fam. No. Don't neglect your children. 100%, fam. No. But how do you parent your kids? How is this working out for you? How is how is this working out for you? Are you receiving, you know, is it good? Is it bad? Are you on the other side of the spectrum like some of us and you like, bro, bro, typing in fucking boot camps within your area and researching which place is going to take your insurance or which is the, the lowest economical price because you want to save your fucking kid. Like I said before, parents, whether you are strict, super strict and keep your foot on your neck or whether you are that slack parents that wants to be that friend. It really doesn't fucking matter at this point. Same results. And I don't think it has anything to do with us and everything to do with them as individuals. I'm not here to point fingers. It, some of us parents need to take accountability for our actions and do better. Some of, some of the children listening need to take accountability and do better themselves. But we need to be completely honest with ourselves and come up with a solution to the problem. And if we are in the day and age of, you know, technology and information and, and being so readily available at our fingertips, why can't we all help each other? Why can't we all help each other? There are groups for children of al children of alcoholic adult ch Oh my god, I think I'm saying it wrong. Children of alcoholic parents um, adult children of alcoholic parents. There's all kinds of meetings and stuff like that, that I do know of. Is there, it's, is there a group for parents like us, like parents that's, that's feel like they getting fucked up by their millennial? Is there, are there, is there a parent, is there, can somebody start a parent group? Maybe I should start a parent group. You know what y'all welcome to the parent group. And this is our first meeting. This is our first meeting, okay? Because I am here for healing. I am here for options. I am open to any advice, not only for me, but for everyone listening who just so happens to be going through the same thing. For people who have a disrespectful child, for people who have a disobedient child, for people who have children that are you know have substance abuse problems and and people are who are going to be humble open honest and transparent enough to receive healing to receive the correction and you know do something about it because all day every day yeah 
You motherfucking right. Fuck them motherfucking kids. But I promise you, today will be the last day that I will sit here and beat myself up for something that I know ain't got nothing to do with me. So with that being said, I will leave you a quote from one of America's most famous black mothers. Girl, fuck them kids and fuck you too. Man, fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Man, fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Man, fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Thank you for calling Ebony Ology.